Welcome to the first episode of The Moldable Mom. Today is a special episode because I will be sharing my testimony with you all. My story is a broken but beautiful one. It's one that I enjoy sharing because it shows just what Jesus can do in someone's life. Trigger warning, I do talk about abuse and I do talk about suicide. Just wanted to put that out there in case you're a little sensitive to certain topics. I will start by saying I was saved in the sixth grade. It was truly a life-changing time for me. I remember looking at everything through a new set of lenses. I listened to worship music constantly and sought God in all things. But like most teenagers, my faith and joy waned as I got older. Now, when I was 14, I met a boy at my church who I instantly connected with. He and I began dating, and eventually we got married when I was 20 and he was 21. From the outside looking in, It all looked like rose gardens, but the real picture was much murkier than that. As we grew up and grew together, things started to change. He started to grow out of our faith as I tried to grow more in it. The funny thing about young love is you think it will never leave or forsake you, but that's also the the idea that God had about us and look what we did to him. I will say I had some red flags about things with my former husband before we tied the knot but nothing I thought we couldn't overcome. I was wrong. There was a little secret I had been keeping for a little while, mainly because I thought I could change it or God would change it. There was abuse in our relationship. It started as we got older and I had never experienced anything like that before. So I had no idea what to do or think. I did know that I wouldn't tell anyone. I never told anyone. I knew something was wrong, but I didn't want to think it was a problem. Well, it became a problem, and one so severe that I ended up leaving. But that's that's to come. We got married in May of 2009, both in college, both either in college or just graduated. Got married at our church with all our friends and all our family in a very Christ-centered ceremony. All along, knowing that there were some hiccups, but not wanting to disappoint anyone or myself, I kept going. Looking back, God gave me an out the very night before, literally the night before, and I said, no, I am going to do this. I have set my mind on doing this. I have put all my hard work and time into this. I don't want to disappoint anybody or myself. I'm going to do this. But it's so important to listen when God speaks to you. I don't do it great now, but prayerfully, I'm better than I was. Anyway, we got married and the abuse got worse. His attitude toward God got worse. Not long after we got married, he stated that he was an atheist. Yes, an atheist. Are you kidding me? We, I thought, had built our entire foundation on God. Not anymore. With that change in belief came a change in worldview. Everything changed, and he became angrier and meaner. Don't get me wrong, we still had good days, but overall there was this tension because as I was growing in God, he was growing without him. And finally, in the summer of 2011, it all culminated to a pretty pretty bad point. There had been some pretty rough episodes of abuse, and I was starting to fear for my life, not only because of him, but because of myself. 
I was so depressed and so distraught, I wanted to die. If only that would be the last time I was a threat to myself. So after much thought and prayer, I decided that I needed to leave. I needed to find somewhere to go away from him and to clear my head and for him to clear his head. Me leaving was never me giving up. It was supposed to be a sign to him that we needed help. One day, I left work early, and with a friend's help, I gathered my clothes and left our house. It was the hardest day of my life to that point, and I had been through some hard stuff, I thought. So I left, and when I went to what I will call my safe place, and I went to what I will call my safe place, I don't want to say much about that because I want to protect their privacy, but when I got there, it was just that. It was a safe place. It was a refuge and a place of healing for me, healing for so many things. I didn't even realize that I needed healing from. I tried to work things out with my former husband, but he was done with me. He made some very poor choices and saw nothing wrong with what he was doing or saying to me. He filed for divorce in May of 2012. And in July of that year, it was final. That was probably the saddest day of my life. My whole life was tied up in one piece of paper. It was all done. Well, legally. My mental state was bad. It was really bad. I started harming myself to feel the physical pain instead of the emotional and mental pain. Like I stated earlier, I had contemplated suicide before, but was much more serious about it now. There was a time where I wrote notes to a few people who I thought would be affected the most and told them that it wasn't their fault. And one of those people, ironically, was my former husband. One night, I decided I was going to take a bunch of pills I had just to see what would happen. I remember I woke up the next morning and I was like, well, I woke up. Now what? But through therapy, an amazing support system, and God and His sufficient and almighty grace, I came, I overcame these harmful things that I thought and harmful things that I did. Don't get me wrong. I made bad decisions and I hurt people along the way, but God, he got me through it all. After I was divorced and in a better spot with my mental health, I decided I would try and date again. This was hard and not fun at all. I hadn't done anything like that since I had been in high school and now I was in my mid-20s. This time... I decided to try a dating site called Christian Mingle. I received a message from this younger, redheaded guy who was a preacher and worked in the same industry that I used to work in. He also happened to have the same name as my former husband. I know, crazy. You're probably thinking, I wouldn't have entertained that person. But there was something about him. There was something I couldn't put my finger on, but I knew I needed to give this guy a chance. Thank God I did, because on New Year's Eve of that same year, we got married. God took a young girl who was so broken and gave her a beautiful story with a beautiful outcome. We have been married now for six years and have three amazing children. This is kind of a condensed version of things for time's sake, but I hope you get the picture. God can take anything and work it for his good, because he is just that good. Romans 8.28 is my life verse. I preach it to everyone because I feel like my life is an example of it. My favorite song is Goodness of God. I love the second verse so much. It says, I love your voice. You have led me through the fire. 
in the darkest night, you are close like no other. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. And I have lived in the goodness of God. And that is how I will spend the rest of my life living in the goodness of God.